Hey everybody, welcome to Squad Pod Sports, where you bring you our thoughts on the latest games and news around the sports world, brought to you by Sideline Sports Network. Um, another week here, not too much news, some things, some injuries in the NBA, which aren't good. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, I, I do have a list of like the top uh, GMs in the NFL that we kind of go through. That was brought by, I think it was NFL.com. I'll have to check that whenever I bring it up here. Um, that. But of course, some- give you our thoughts. We'll give you our thoughts on that. Some free agency signings still in the NFL. Um, of course, your NBA hot and not list we'll go over, as, um, as well as the MVP rankings. Because mm-hmm. um, we're only like a month away here from the, the end of the NBA season, going into the playoffs. Left. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, we'll go over just like the NHL rankings and any other news that we need to cover um, before we hit the bias bubble and then the crazy right. sports stat fact of the podcast. Um, so what did you have to, to go over here first, Vern, as far as NFL? As far as the NFL, wanted to yeah. say congratulations on a great career, Alex Smith. You know, Alex it's been, Smith. It's been great. I didn't have it how long. Do you know how many years he played? I'm not sure off the top of my head here. I didn't have it written Man, down. Yeah, he, I, I might have it here in my notes somewhere. I, uh, he's been around the block for a while, man. I remember when yeah. he was he was back, um, even with – with Kansas City, when they were like trying to figure things out, and they were like winning eleven games a season and stuff like that, like it just, ah, oh, like I, I like to see Alex Smith just out there on the field. He was never a detriment necessarily to any team. He was always a QB manager, you know yeah. what I mean? So, and then he just suffered that gruesome, gruesome, gruesome leg injury. But it almost felt like it was fate the way him and Theismann's injuries linked up with all. Oh my God, it's facts. crazy! Right? Yeah, but. But I just wanted to say congratulations, Alex Smith, on a great career. Yeah, um, yeah, I didn't have it anywhere here in my notes, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But um, right after winning Comeback Player of the Year, after that brutal injury, man, like everybody thought, I mean, what are you saying going into the offseason here was he was just going to look for a new team. Like he apparently like Washington didn't want him. He didn't feel wanted there. So he's yeah. looking for their teams. And apparently he met with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Like he, he talked to them. He talked about talk to urban meyer like about joining the team maybe being a backup to trevor lawrence but man he went out like he went out on his own terms you know he got to go he won comeback player of the year that's not a bad way to go out man think about how much time he put into the rehab to get back out on that field to play football again professionally like, yeah they that's said he crazy had, like, 10 surgeries or like 12 surgeries or something like during that time period with his leg and like damn man that's crazy. That's, That's dedication. He yeah, like exactly man. relearned how to use that leg, and then he came right? back and played football. He, I think he's. They said he was like four and one, and like the games that he played or something. Like he had, a, like he came back and he was playing well. You don't lose many games, and even when he was with Washington, <laughs> they were going like mediocre season. They were going like four and twelve. I'm sure, you know, like I'm, I'm probably like watch me, whoever's the five people watching this. Looking at the stats, like Alex Smith actually had three losing seasons. But I just got here. I love Alex Smith, and I never had anything wrong with him. Like Alex Smith's the man in my book. So congratulations on that. For sure, man. I remember him being on the Chiefs more than anything. Like, right? Him, I think he was on the Niners first, right? Was on the Niners, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he went to the Chiefs, I believe. Uh, but yeah. I just remember him on the Chiefs because for some reason, every time we played him, he would always beat us. He got Damn, replaced but... by Kaepernick, and then he got replaced by Mahomes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> but hey, good luck on anything he does in the future, man. That's yeah. awesome. 
Yeah, I haven't heard of anything like if he plans to do like coaching or if he wants to get into like commentary or anything. But you know, I'm sure he'll succeed wherever, man. Right. Um, as far as other news in the NFL, I have Jadavian Clowney officially signed with the Browns. Yep. Uh, he was apparently was going to sign. He was planning on signing with them last year and then up signing with the Titans. Didn't really right. do much. We kind of hit on it a little bit last week. Um, yes, he and had then with them. In in editing, I ended up because we recorded on Tuesday and we were talking about how he was in conversations with the Browns and then I think Wednesday he signed or Thursday he signed and while I was editing the video, I ended up putting it up on the screen like. To Danielle Cloudy signs one year deal with the Browns. <laughs> you know, we were talking about it being like a meeting, but like, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm glad that ended up happening just because I feel like the Browns are a team where we've talked about this before on here. Like, I think they have a lot of potential. As yeah, much okay. as they've had a term tumultuous past, like this this building that they've been doing over the last couple of years has been trending straight in the right direction. Yeah, and Getting I mean ODJ back, like man, yeah. or are we, you know, if if he can play like up to par with what he can, like, his peak performance. If he can play, like, half of that, if not, like... Because I can't imagine he'd be in on every down for that defense. But, man, if he can just come in and just wreak havoc, that defense, like, is bo- is boosted by a decent amount, man. Like, right. he's going to help them a lot. Um, and, I mean, that defense is already, like what you said, they're getting better every year along with the offense. So, I mean, we who knows? havoc on Ben Roethlisberger twice a year. Exactly. It's not just the Ravens and the Steelers. It's the Browns, Ravens, and Steelers. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows Got the what young gun out there. There's... The young gun out there, Joe Burrow, who's like, hey. Joe Burrow, hey, yeah, coming back from that injury. Maybe they can actually get him some protection here in the draft. Who knows? This is the Bungles still. That's uh, true. Um, I did have a story here which – Definitely took a drastic turn since I've saved it. Um, the Seahawks signed Alden Smith to a one-year deal. And recent, this was like the beginning of last week, like right after our podcast or whatever. But since then, he has since been having some issues with the law. Yeah. And like I think he's since been like he turned himself in or whatever. I don't. I haven't seen like the full story. But it definitely took a turn. The Seahawks already. said – Yeah, already. So, I mean – the Seahawks made a statement saying they know about the situation, they're looking into it, but they haven't like made any official statement, like news on if he's cut or what what's going on with him. Man, I just think it's like crazy how quickly it happened. Like, you know, like I had that save from last week, and then with <laughs> you know all this stuff breaks. It's like, what is going on? Well, you just signed the new team. Mm-hmm. Uh, Falcons signed former Lions and Patriots safety Duran Harmon. Ooh. as running back oh we got two of our motherfuckers huh <laughs> we got two of them even our Cordell, I, when i even with cordell patterson spending years on the patriots when i think about him i picture him in a, a vikings jersey like yeah. i cannot help but picture him in that viking jersey <laughs> running kicks back like i love cordell patterson i was happy when he came to the patriots but where's he at the falcons now yes the falcons both okay. of the falcons Okay. Um, also, in the NFL, there, I think there's a total of like 16 or 17 teams now that are officially boycotting the the voluntary OTAs. Like we talked about, how like the Patriots were in on it, uh, the Bears were in on it, the Lions. Well, now there's like a total of 17 teams. Um, the Eagles aren't in on it now. Like apparently, it's looking like most teams are going to be skipping it. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, mm-hmm. they, I guess, some 
I guess rookies and stuff can still go in and do their thing, but I guess mm-hmm. most people aren't going to be doing going in. They're, they'll go in when they have to during training. Right. Like weight rooms and stuff are going to still be open, but. Yeah. Uh, let me see here. Um, Washington. I don't know if you saw this. Washington announced a list of names online and they sent it out to like their season ticket holders and a bunch of their like newsletter uh, people sign up to the newsletter. And it's mm-hmm. a list of all the names that they're currently like have mapped down for like the future of the franchise like uh, vote too much yeah they're having people vote on them <laughs> they're leaving it up to the people we're gonna end up with the washington Bodie mcboat faces <laughs> no 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 they're, they're already a predetermined list of names <laughs> okay okay in any names or anything uh is washington football team one of the options yes washington dc awesome. <laughs> that's awesome they recognize the people love that thing. Football team is the last option on here. It's just Washington football team. Please let that win. Washington, D.C. football club. Washington, capital city football club. Oh, man, they have some more here. Aces, ambassadors, anchors, archers. They have a ton of them on here that you can pick from. Uh, the commanders, the defenders would be pretty cool. Hey, I used to like the D.C. defenders. That was my First, squad. This one's kind of neat. First city football club. Like, that's was like... That's interesting. Ooh, that's misleading to a foreigners, <laughs> but <ooh>. <laughs> the Red, <laughs> the Washington the Red, Red Hogs, the Red Washington Hogs, yeah, like, like hogs, like a pig. Yeah, what does that have to do with DC, <laughs> right? <laughs> the Red Hog, the Renegades, the Washington Renegades would be cool. The Washington Warriors would be cool. Washington. DC football team, please. Washington DC, Washington DC football club. That's what they have. Okay, Barcelona. And it, yeah, they make it sound like a damn soccer team. Right. Oh and my god, that's awesome though. Tails and the Red Wolves too, which red were like, yeah, the Red Tails and Red Wolves. Those both sound like high school teams. They do. So they gotta have some type of prestige behind the name. Even weird enough, football team just. It, it works. Yeah. For me, at least, it works. It's been there for a year now. We've, it's been in the games. It's oh all we've God. heard. That's what I but see in Madden. That's what it red is. <laughs> Don't be the Red Hawks, please. <laughs> big red pig. <laughs> That's the mascot, just a big, huge, red, scary pig that goes around scaring the children in the stadium. <laughs> oh, my gosh, dude. But no, I, for real, the Washington D.C. Football Club or whatever will be cool. That actually sounds clean. I would like that. Yeah. Uh, the NFL announced what is what it's calling its first U.S. sportsbook partnerships with Caesars Entertainment, DraftKings, and FanDuel. So NFL officially partnered up with them. Those companies now are the NFL's official sports betting partners. Oh yeah, it's getting that. It's getting like that now. It's like it's getting- beyond. NFL is like, you know what? I'm in here. Bet bet on our games. We need so uh, that just makes it like this is messing with my brain, Wyatt. Because <laughs> we had this conversation before about sports being fixed. <laughs> we had this conversation before. And now the NFL's like and now they're like making it even harder for people who are on that side of arguing that it it happens. They're like, well, look, you're in bed with the the sports books, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like I, I don't care. It's like Santa Claus to me. 
sports being fixed is like Santa Claus being real to me. <laughs> I don't care. Santa's real and sports are real. So go for it. what you're talking about. Um, big question here of the offseason. Will Deshaun Watson participate in the offseason program uh, starting Monday? Uh, Nick Casario said, whatever players are here to participate, that's their choice. That's what they said. The Texans front office. Are they, are they mandatory when they when you're talking about the start date? Or is it still voluntary? No, it's the offseason program. Okay. Then, yeah, he said, he... the players are here to participate, that's their choice. So, I mean, if, he... if Deshaun wanted to go in and practice, he's welcome. If not, that's on him. He ain't showing up. He's not going to show up there. There's going to be mad cameras there. He ain't going nowhere by any cameras. <laughs> like, people are like, Deshaun, Deshaun, you know, why are you asking him? <laughs> there's going to be like 10 people outside that facility every day just to see if he's going to be there. Like, Deshaun Watson is in there right now. I don't know what room he's in. I hope it's not the massage. Hope it's not the was it the was it the massage room? But in all seriousness, <laughs> yeah. Sean, I don't think shows up to practice or anything like that until the stuff is either cleared or he ends up getting charges and doesn't show up, period. You know what I mean? Because he ends up in jail for some shit, like or just not or more or least like kicked off the team whatever is going to happen out of this yeah. whether he plays football or is actually guilty of all this stuff he doesn't show his face in the offseason i'm not sure he plays in the beginning of the season it's half the reason why they signed that other quarterback yeah you know? that's who they sign uh, uh, um who was it Ty- tyrod taylor yeah tyrod tyrod taylor um, yeah but yeah exactly so even the texans are probably like this is Plan A point five. Can't trade him now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, and, the, yeah. and you can't trade him right now. So I, he's not going to be on a different team or anything like that. And if that happens, I'd be shocked. So we'll right. see what happens. But yeah, Shaw's chilling for now. Uh, kind of in related news. Uh, kind of going the other way. Uh, Antonio Brown and his accuser have settled their case, and now he's pretty much clear in the clear now. So, and I mean, from what I've seen, apparently they're looking. The, the Bucks are looking to re-sign him here within the next week or so. Right. So it's looking like he's going to run it back with the Buccaneers. They said this this case clearing um, probably would end up opening up his market a little bit more, like teams feeling a little bit more comfortable going Reach after him. You, you can know. get some, like, get some dough. <clears throat> exactly. exactly. He doesn't have Super to, Bowl. like, sign up men or whatever with the Bucks. I mean, Antonio he can if he another Super was Bowl. Antonio – before the Super Bowl, and now he, even though he didn't contribute a lot, he did catch a touchdown in the Super Bowl. So, like, he's now a Super Bowl-winning wide receiver, Antonio Brown, with the stats and the pedigree that he had in the, in the past as far as football. I know he's kind of crazy off the field, but teams are gonna want to like reach out to him now, but especially like since said, really much from him since he was on the Bucks. Like, right. there was no or anything. But like you're but, saying, I think he is most likely the destination he goes to is. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. For another year, yeah. back. Um, and a surprising release, the Browns released a defensive tackle, Sheldon Richardson, who has mm. been really good for him, which is like, I haven't seen any other news following up on it, but like, which is kind of surprising. It took like Twitter by storm that day because I was like, why did they release him? Like, he's like a great tackle for him. So Interesting. Going on. What else comes out of that? Yeah. And I haven't seen anybody <laughs> sign him yet. So I don't know what's going on there. Um, the news is about the break or some shit, you know? <laughs> no, something's being kept 
inside, you know. Uh, the Giants are hosting former Patriots, defensive back Jason McCourty. As a team, McCourty are exploring a possible move in the future. So your boys, your boy might be oh. going... I don't giant. know where my McCourty jersey is. I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna bring it. It's his brother, mind you. Yeah, but still McCourty. But still McCourty. I was gonna <laughs> bring it for jersey, but I got Newton up today. But anyway, I, I said it in the group chat. I was like, it's all right. We still got the good twin. But in all seriousness, like that kind of sucks. I like having both in a. I like having. I like Jason McCourty when he was on the Titans because and this is just personal Patriot fan BS. But like, I would follow. They they would have like a joint. Um, Instagram page would be DMac and JMac. Yeah. So I've been following Jason McCourty for years now since he was a Titan because I was following that page and it was always them posting whoever would post to be like Obama on his Twitter or it would be like Bo or Bo or you know what I mean when he signed <laughs> yeah. it would be like JMac or DMac. So like it's been cool. And then like their mom would wear a Titans jersey. It was like a was half cool. right. But then he signed yeah. the Patriots. I was like, hell yeah, we got both I've of them. I've seen that before with, like, uh, the Kelsey brothers. Like, I've right. seen, like, their mom post, like, the half Eagles, half uh, Chiefs. Exactly. Before. Exactly. Imagine being a mom with two sons of the <laughs> Right. That's crazy. But I wish him well, man, if, if he does sign with them. Uh, yeah, but... I'm sure it kind of hurts that I went to the Giants, too, if he goes there. It's like, yeah, the it hurts Giants. more when players go to the Dolphins. To the Dolphins. Like, even rumors of players that, like, We'll get to the big... Oh, I, I was going to say, I have we'll a big rumor, to too. I'm sure it's the same thing. We'll uh, get to that. <laughs> that hurt me more than anything. Well, so sure. we'll get to that. Sure. Even just the rumor of it. But we'll yeah. get to that. Let's move I was on. Bring that up. But the next thing I have here, uh, the Bears sign former... It should say Eagles, technically. But 49ers wide receiver Marquise Goodwin. Marquise Goodwin signed with the Eagles last year. Didn't play because he sat out for... Because of the COVID, like sat out and then we talked about it after the season because he never played it down for us his rights and everything reverted back to the 49ers so i guess it's technically right the 49ers yeah. wide receiver marquise goodwin technically. Uh, but yeah, he signed with the bears so the i mean the bears are just kind of upgrading their wide receiver a little bit they still have Allen robinson yeah who man i think Allen robinson underrated oh underrated. very no. underrated very Ooh. underrated a lot of players are um, a piece of interesting free agent news, Steelers, Steelers free agent offensive tackle Alejandro Villanueva is set to visit the Ravens this week. Ooh. <laughs> uh, Baltimore's O-line, they plan to check out, check them out in person. Okay. Go to the dark side. Speaking of the Steelers, oh, one of the, oh, the great He's gonna be he's going down in history as one of the greats by the time he's all done, man. Mike Tomlin signed a three year extension with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Of yep. course. He is twenty first all time on the wins list. As is right now. He's already twenty first, almost top twenty. Okay. That's crazy. He is one of only two coaches ever to win his first fourteen straight seasons. Yeah. Like fourteen straight winning seasons to start his career. Anyone Super Bowl, Mike Tomlin for MVP. I don't care, but <laughs> he signed an extension for three and years. Steven, it's not just about him being there, but the Steelers continue their successful run of head coach. I yeah. think it's within 55 years they only had three head coaches, <laughs> which is how think about the some Jets. teams have. Yeah, I was gonna say go through head coaches is like nothing. 
It's hard to find a head coach. Paper. That this team won three in fifty-five years. That's and they're getting Super Bowls, you Super know. Bowls. So consistently decent. I'm glad he's sticking around. That means, that, like, I was in the article I was reading. They were saying this means he's going to be here post Roethlisberger era, whether yeah. it's one only one year, two years post Roethlisberger. But like, yeah. he's going to be not here. that old. He's, he's got a long career ahead of him still. Yeah, exactly. No, he's been in the league for like 20 years already. Probably longer right. than that. Yeah. Well, did longer definitely as an assistant and stuff like that. Coach, yeah. Right. Um, another retire uh, per- player retiring here. Uh, former Pro Bowl tight end Jordan Reed has called mm. it quits. He's retired yeah. now. Uh, round pick. Yeah, by the Washington Football Team. He used to be one of the best receiving tight ends before battling injuries. Uh, but yeah, as you said, he was just kept kept getting hurt, kept getting concussed. He was the man. I would always have him in fantasy. Yep. Then he would, he would yeah. get knocked, and he'd be oh. out, and I'd have to drop his ass. I'm sorry, Jordan Reed. <laughs> That's how it was. I remember having him before, too. <laughs> I remember, and it's the same thing. You get hurt, you got to drop him, pick up another oh, one. Oh, Jordan Reed's Jordan, available? That time of the year again. But he's questionable. Mm. <laughs> He'll be out <laughs> with questionable. But I, I wish him the best. Obviously, he wanted to be healthy, so... He made the right decision if that's the best decision for him, you know. Exactly. You just, like, protect your mental health and protect exactly. your health over everything. Um, now, here's another tidbit about the Washington football team. Um, in the passing era of football, the Washington football team has drafted running backs 12 straight years. They are the only team to draft running backs in 12 straight drafts since the draft moved to seven rounds in 1994. Only one other team even did that for nine straight years. And it doesn't say who the team is. But, yeah, they draft a running back 12 straight years. And they can't hit on any of them. No, not they, at all. They hit on Darius Geis, but then Darius Geis was hitting on women and stuff or whatever the hell happened with that situation. I think his rookie year, he ended up, like, tearing his Achilles or something. So that first, like, first year, he didn't even play, really. Or it was, like, the first game or something. I think that, that dude's in jail right now or something. I, I don't so. even know what's going oh. on. But that's the last running back they they chose, and he was actually talented, but he was a psychopath. So like they still missed on it. You know what I mean? Like, come on now, they're cursed. Cursed. Change the name. Change the name. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe they'll hit on a running back. We can't say that no more. That shit used to feel so good. <laughs> change the name. <laughs> they changed it. Maybe if we draft a running back now, they'll be okay. Now people can start being like, okay. Washington, let's start the rebuilding process here, you know. Rebuild. Or maybe it's Dan Snyder and you might not have to get him out for like, change the order. Change the order. Now he can say that. <laughs> um, this is pretty interesting. I found uh, the NFL is releasing its helmet testing results. Uh, mm-hmm. The most interesting is a uh, position specific helmet designed for linemen is among the top overall, but position specific helmets are the next frontier in helmet technology, right. That's pretty interesting. I saw some of them. They look pretty dope. Yeah. That's just so, cool because they look so different, you know? It's going to be interesting, and I guess it's just going to be based off of, like, I don't know how they're going to determine it, but it's got, I guess it's based off of where the specific positions get hit at the most, you know, and mm-hmm. it's protecting those areas. And I'm guessing with, like, different positions making them lighter in ways, who knows? Okay. I know wide receivers probably need them really stronger on them sides because they'd be getting knocked or i remember people getting hit right in the face mask you know so like but it all stays on so it's 
was anything to make the game safer. You know, I just signed my little man up for football this week. Hey, nice. That's awesome. Uh, Alex's son is as well. So, like, they're going to be playing together this year. And I'm just like, oh, yeah. I can't wait. But <laughs> I want the game to be safe, too. You should have seen the yeah. wait. I had to, like, initial on all this. I got to I gotta take it, get a physical. Got to bring birth certificate. They take this shit so seriously. I'm like, damn. They're like, are you going to be using an a, a official uh, school helmet, or are you going to be bringing your own? Like, that was, like, one of the questions all the day. I was just like, I'm just using a school helmet, bro. We're going to have to get it tested ten times by five different people or something. Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> um, I had another retirement here. Uh, former Broncos, Browns, and Bucks uh, deep. DB uh, TJ Ward is retiring mm. from the league. He's gone. Yeah. He's gone. He's gone. Uh, I, Bucks I had um, Antonio Brown. That's one thing. Uh, what just, else do you have? I had two more NFL things here. Yeah. One possibility of Justin Fields going number one overall. What do you think? Chances, percentage wise. Very low. Going number one. I think it's tre- Trevor Lawrence overall. Urban Meyer. That would. It wouldn't surprise me because that would that would be like the shocking move of the night. That would like, be the shock of the night. The shocking though, like, move of the night is oh shit, Urban Meyer didn't tra- tra- take Trevor Lawrence. Who's taking Trevor Lawrence? The Jets are like, what just what's like, what's <laughs> <laughs> then actually, though, Trevor Lawrence's career is ruined. <laughs> shit, what happened? But um, um speaking I, of it's field, super I, low, I just thought maybe like, like his stock is rising. They're talking about him going number two or three now. Yeah. Um, realistically, like mo- most likely going two or three instead of falling as far as they were talking about weeks ago. Yeah, there was a little bit of news that came out about Justin Fields today. I don't know if you saw. Um, apparently confirmed during NFL teams uh, during the pre-draft process. Um, he's managing epilepsy, apparently. Really? Um, neurological disorder that causes seizures. Um, he's it's not affected his football, and doctors believe he'll outgrow it as his as his other family members have. Like interesting, I guess it's like just hereditary. But he's he's dealt with it most of his life. I guess I guess it's never he's affected plenty of big but, games with lights and cameras and stuff. So like I'm guessing he's that's yeah, crazy. Something like and I saw something. There was another comment I saved where it's like when a player has a medical condition that should remain private and all of a sudden becomes public, it usually means one thing, and that someone wants his, the player to drop in the draft. So it's like somebody found that news out and leaked it. So they were like, "Yeah, we want this guy." You think it was Bill? Bill's like, uh, "I just found out this king gets has epilepsy, might be able to get seizures. Maybe that'll drop him down to us. Maybe we could trade him." Let me get him at number nine. <laughs> like, so I, as optimistic as I was when they were talking, I think he's going top three though. I think he is too. And as I was optimistic a little bit ago, like maybe he falls to twelve nine range, and we could trade up to just there, you know. <laughs> but I, I don't think we could trade up because we trade up to four. I don't think we get him either, even still. So like, what at the settle with Trey Lance or Mac Jones? Where I would rather have Trey Lance. All day, yeah. baby. Alabama don't produce quarterbacks. <laughs> they produce other positions. I want Trey Lance, baby. That dude. <laughs> that dude's crazy. But anyway. Um, just the, the rest here that kind of all came out today. It's just kind of the things that they voted on. Um, NFL owners voted to eliminate overtimes in preseason. That's gone. <laughs> <laughs> 
Why was there even overtimes in preseason? <laughs> what the hell? Out of here. Okay. Um, NFL owners also approved a proposal by the competition committee to limit receiving team on kickoffs to nine players instead of ten in the setup zone within 25 yards of kick. It's designed to make it easier to recover an onside kick. Cool. cool. And it's a one-year experiment. It's not permanent. I love these one-year experiment rules because everybody either <laughs> loves them or hates them, and it's a topical year. So let's see how it goes. And then the last thing is they officially approved the the number changes that like officially position groups can actually have like more numbers now. Right. Like apparently it's not any number, but they widen the parameters. I just saved the list because they actually like an hour or two ago they released like an official list of like positions, like what numbers they can pick. Right. 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 Um, I had uh, just as far as NFL. one more, Other... yeah, one more ahead, NFL thing here. In your opinion, who, will, what sophomore will have the best season this year? We've got Justin Jefferson. I'm just going to list a couple here. Oh, Justin okay. Jefferson, Chase Young, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, uh, Jerry Judy, others you could think of. I just listed a couple okay. there. Like I personally think. Somebody like somebody mm. like a Justin Herbert or a Justin Jefferson are are in prime positions to completely exceed because like they're they're not really like Justin Jefferson's in Minnesota. He's not gonna be the primary focus. They got Thielen out there, you know what I mean? So yeah, true. I, I think he's in a prime position to be shocking That's a lot of people. Blew, he blew everybody's socks off last year with like over a thousand yards. Right, right. But I think he could be even better than that oh, th- this year. Th- certainly. Definitely. But Justin Herbert also has nowhere to go but up. So but yeah. so does everybody on this list. I just I just wanted what do you Watch. think? If if they put protection around him, definitely Joe Burrow. Joe yeah. Burrow will succeed. Um another person to watch, if they do it right, Tua. Look at Tua, Tua. man, and Dolphins. Tua's talking about See, See if they can put it together because they have Ryan Fitz now. Like the, he's the dude they committed. So oh, like, no man, looks like they're probably getting a playmaker in the draft since they I traded up. So I just don't feel like I told you Alabama don't produce quarterbacks. I don't true. feel good about it. That's I was, true. I never felt good about Tua even before he went to the Dolphins. I was just like. Oh, I don't know. You got Bo Jackson type injury in college. <laughs> that's, just, that's just somebody to look at. I think. I feel you. I feel you. Uh, but overall, I'm going to be looking at those because, I mean, we kind of already know what, like, Herbert and Jefferson can do. Chase it's just Young. from there. Yeah, Chase Young. Chase Young had the best year. So he's, his year is going to be the hardest to repeat, if not be better. Like, that's going to be the hardest for him to. Yeah. Know. Because now no. they actually have an offseason to build around Herbert. They know what he is. They can build around him. You Still know. got a first-year coach, though. So yeah, true. that's the one thing that I was thinking is the cons with that situation. That. Yeah, that is so, true. Oh, first-year coach out there, a new system. So, like... And, and, you gotta... I don't, I don't know why I didn't think of it first. My boy, bro, Jalen Hurts. What's, Jaylen. He gonna, what's he gonna do in Philly? That's <laughs> what I mean, like... He's going uh, to starter. Like, I'm ready to see what Jalen can do. What if he balls this year? He's just like balls. Lamar Jackson in his second or third year type of shit. You know what I mean? Like, Who knows what can happen? But I'll, I just want to throw that out there. 
Yeah, I mean, I only have one more thing as well, and it's just the, the it's from the NFL.com, and it's the general manager power rankings. Um, and it's based off of pretty much up to date now. It's past the free agency, everything. Um, number one is pretty surprising. I don't know if you can guess who number one is. You don't have to know even the person, but like the team. Number one GM, and this is like ranked all time or just right now specifically from now uh, back until 2015 it says i only went back to 2015 and did okay, not okay did not include the nine gms who have run one draft or less hmm. i'm gonna say the team that drafts well i'm gonna say somebody like kansas city no it is Chris Ballard from the Indianapolis Colts. That 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 feels pretty good too, Number though. Number two is Kevin Colbert or Colbert from the Steelers, and then ah. number three is Jason Licht of the Buccaneers. What? Yeah. Um, what? Even just like one year? What the hell? Like, okay. Jerry Jones is at eight. I I had a feeling the Cowboys were going to be up there because they tend to draft well, but they can't ever capitalize on their talent. Think your Patriots are? I'm going to say because Bill Belichick's had a pretty rough stretch of drafts since drafted Gronk and Aaron Hernandez. Um, that was 2011. Um, I'm going to say. It okay, says. yeah, then I'm gonna. It's even been, it's been worse even then. So <laughs> like, uh, I'm going to say like 23. Not that bad. It is number 16. Oh, wait, no. Hold okay. up a second. I misspoke. 18. Okay. Bill That's... Patriots. Your best pick is <laughs> round four in 2015. Your worst pick is second round DBs. That's all it says. Is second round <laughs> That's why we had to go out and get a, a free agent uh you know what I mean? Stephon Gilmore. Oh, is through free agency, it seems. Um, the Eagles, Howie Roseman is at 21. The best okay, pick so not that Dallas got at round two in 2018. The worst pick is JJ Arcega Whiteside <laughs> in round two. I just picture every Eagles fan on the planet when they, the commissioner called his name. It would be like, who? <laughs> like, <laughs> That's how I was. Who? You know DK Metcalf is on the board, right? You know DK. You've seen this man's pictures, last right? Year, like last year, they scooped Jalen Rager. You know Justin Jefferson's there, right? <laughs> oh man, let's pick see what up. happens this year. You have the sixth pick overall. Trade it. You know <laughs> we could have got Jabbar Chase, right? <laughs> I wish the best for the Eagles, man. The last two on the list here is David Gettleman for the Giants, mm -hmm. and the last one is John Grude and Mike Mayock for the Raiders. Last. Last. <laughs> wow. So now, in retrospect, him trading Khalil Mack for all them assets and all that BS, he didn't do shit with it anyway. So yep. he should have never got rid of Khalil Mack in the first place. <laughs> I like John Grude, but damn. The stuff I have for this week. Um, but, of course, we're going to roll on here to the NBA quick with your NBA hot not list, Vern. Mm -hmm. It's actually a little bit lengthy this week, so I'm going to just kind of run through them. Uh, because a lot of teams seem to have, like, the same streaks, so I didn't want to leave anybody out just for yeah. 
even a list shorter. Fuck it. You know what I mean? Number one on the hot list. And this may have changed, actually, because we were supposed to record this on Tuesday. Uh, so don't mind if it's a little bit off now. But number one on the list is <laughs> the New York Knicks. As of when I wrote this down, they were on a six-game winning streak, okay? Yeah. Seven and three over the last ten games. Washington, five-game winning streak. Seven and three over the last ten games. Toronto Raptors, three-game winning streak. Denver, three-game winning streak. Atlanta, three-game winning streak. Psych, I was wrong. Atlanta's on a one-game winning streak. I read that wrong. (laughs) And then uh, the reason I had Atlanta on this list here is because they were on a one-game winning streak, mind you, but they're eight and two over the last ten, so they've been rolling. Okay. Same with the Clippers on a one-game winning streak, but they're eight and two over the last ten. And Phoenix on a one-game winning streak, eight and two over the last ten. So all three of them teams, they're trying to just push right now. Um, even though Atlanta's not in the same position the Clippers and the Suns are right now, as far as jockeying for position. Yeah. Um, but honorable mention of the week was Boston. They're on a one-game losing streak as of when I wrote this, and they're still eight and two over the last ten games. So yeah, they've been performing a lot better here. Oh, yeah. Then the Knots. Uh, Don't know if this changed yet, but OKC lost 11 straight. 0 and 10 over the last 10. Okay. Get out of here, OKC. You're trash. They've 12 in a row they lost now. Oh, God. Ridiculous. Get out of here. (laughs) Tank it. Tank it. Cleveland on a three game losing streak. They broke that tonight. They did? They beat the Bulls. They beat the pants off the Bulls. Damn. Okay, let me know if these if these teams won or not. Okay. New Orleans on a three-game losing streak. That I don't know. Uh, let me see. New Orleans, four-game losing streak now. <laughs> <laughs> they lost. Indiana Pacers, three-game losing streak. Uh, where's that one? They won since then. Oh, you bastard. One okay. one. They're five and five in their last ten now. All right. Well, what about Dallas? Last time I checked, they were on a two-game losing streak. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They've been slipping, bro. (laughs) Five and five in the last ten. Houston ended up back on this list. They had a one-game losing streak. Mm -hmm. They were two and eight last I checked there. And Sacramento was my honorable mention for the not list because they were they did win a game, but they are one and nine over the last ten. Damn. And the thing about Sacramento, man, there are so they have so much talent on that team. Like, mm-hmm. they have so many young guns, so many young yeah. bulls that are going to be amazing in the future. So That's true. don't don't sleep. Like, I know I put Sacramento on this list all the time. I'm not going to lie. They just all need some help. The they just need some help. They got to attract and, some, like, talent there. Like, some, like, star help. Yeah, exactly. You know, but they have a lot of talent, a lot of young talent on that team. So look out for Sacramento in the future. But that's my hot knot for this week. Okay. Weekend. Yeah, there was a big game tonight, actually. Um, it was Phoenix Suns versus the Sixers. And Ooh. Phoenix, it came down, and like they, they won by three. Uh, Joe okay. Embiid stepped up like a last-minute buzzer beater. And, dude, it was it's wild. It's, it was making our way around the internet. The ball like went kind of in the hoop, but it bounced out, dude. It was wild. It like looked like it went in, but it bounced straight out. Damn. At the buzzer. So I mean that that could be maybe a finals. Who knows? It very well could be. It very well could be. The Suns are only like one game out now. Oh shit! No, Utah just won. They're two games out. I'm telling you, That's not much though. Suns, Your they might still there. They're gunning for that one seed. You called it. We'll see if Phoenix ends up with that one seed. Yeah, and I mean Philly and Brooklyn, they're still tied for that 
one mm-hmm. seed over there in the Eastern Conference. The Sixers had a great week last week. Even though they just lost to the Suns, they beat the Mavs, the Nets, and the Clippers last week. So that's a good stretch to put together there, you know? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. For NBA news, uh, LaMarcus Aldridge retired from the NBA mm-hmm. last week um, after signing with the Brooklyn Nets. I think it was a week or two ago, a couple weeks ago. Um, apparently, he was having, like, irregular heartbeats, like, during and after. decided to retire. Yeah, it's like what we mentioned earlier about just, like, you got to do what's best for your health, man. So, regardless. I mean, regardless. Right. I'm sure, like, he'll go on to do good things. Maybe, like, get in the commentary game. Maybe work maybe with the or something. Maybe be a coach. Who knows? Maybe come back to the net staff in some capacity. Yeah. Um, and other news, uh, the ending announced presenters uh for the class of 2020 inductions of the hall of fame for the nba um kobe bryant's gonna be presented by michael jordan mm-hmm. which is gonna be i can't wait for that it's gonna be it's gonna be really I'm good i'm gonna cry i know i'm, gonna I'm cry gonna when cry. that shit happens but i'm ready to watch it oh yeah definitely yo speaking of that my girl kobe. my girl got me this the other this little it's kobe wallet oh that's cool kobe on it that's dope it's like it's really cool i put it over here right next to the kobe jersey but um, yeah, I, I saw we'll have that. Talk about Kobe again. Oh God, I'm not. I'm not ready for it. I, I'm I'm excited to watch it just because it'll be a moment. It'll be a moment, you know. So I'm looking, for, and that's May fifteenth. It's right after my birthday there. Yeah, so looking forward to that as well. Um, and other, uh, it's Tim Duncan uh, is presented by David Robinson and Kevin Garnett nice. Thomas. Nice. Oh man. Duncan and Kevin Garnett's gonna go in as well, which is awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let me see here. I did have some other news. Dwayne Wade purchased an ownership ownership stake in the Utah Jazz. Seems to be very involved in stuff as well. I don't know exactly what that means, but we'll see how that goes. Yeah, who knows? I like I didn't get to see too much of it, like as far as article wise, like what he's gonna be doing. But right. that's cool that he's going to be involved. I thought he would have been trying to get a like ownership stake of the Heat or some. Maybe they too expensive. Yeah, maybe. I mean, he's been like a like he's a like he's loved by that franchise. I'm sure they let him cut him a deal on a, a and like um they just write a number on a piece of paper and like, slide oh, it over to him. That. Sorry, man. Uh, let me go to the mountains and try to buy a basketball <laughs> team. I'll buy a part of Utah. Uh, DeMarcus Cousins signed a 10-day contract with the Clippers, so we'll see how that mm-hmm. goes for them. Uh, free agent Jabari Parker agreed to a deal with Boston Celtics. So Jabari, Jabari Parker was supposed to be the next LeBron James. I know. He, went, he played on the Bulls for a year. <laughs> And I, I thought he was going to be the dude to save us, but nope, it's going to be Zach Levine and, yeah. <laughs> and the other people. No, I saw a weird stat that you and the Magic are both 3-7 and seven since the trade. It's, I mean, Zach hasn't been playing. He's been out due to COVID. Uh, shit. Since the Voyevich Voy- uh, Voy- Voy- trade, you guys are both 3-7. and seven. Like, nothing <laughs> – that shit was just funny to me. I'm like, it's not good. how does that end up happening? It helps us long-term. I don't know if it's yeah. going to help us out, like, immediately, but overall, yeah. for the build, it's going to help. Yeah, that dude is going to be a monster. Like, and he is, he's a monster now, you know? Yeah, definitely. Uh, man, speaking of a monster, let's yes. talk about 
Steph Curry. Yes. <laughs> Let's talk Dude about is this. Averaging forty three point eight points a game right now. Like they're in this whole forty he's averaging forty three points a game. What do you mean? And then the wilder part about this is fifty four point five percent from the three point line. Like outrageous. More than half of his threes are going down. Like most games with ten plus made three point uh is Steph Curry with twenty. <laughs> 20 games. The next is Clay Thompson with five. And you got. He's. Wait, what? Yeah, most games with 10 plus made three pointers. 20 has. Uh, Steph has 20, like in a row. Right. Yeah, Clay. The next is Clay with five in a row. <laughs> and then you got like James Harden with three, Damian Lillard with three, J.R. Smith with three, Zach Levine with two. <laughs> That's wild, man. Curry's up to averaging 31 points on the season and thrusted himself right into that MVP conversation. If the For Warriors sure. make the playoffs, man, he, he if anybody could do it, it's going to be Curry, man. With all the obstacles they've been dealing with, Curry could just be like, you know what, I'm about to turn on cheat code mode and score 130 points a Don't night. put the team on his back. Just be like, outscore us. Whatever else happens, you're not going to stop me from making over half of my three-pointers. I'll shoot 30 of them a game if I have to. That You know what I mean? Like, that's 15, 15 times 3. Do the math. I'm dropping 40-some points a night. <laughs> 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 like, you know, like, like, think about it, though. If he, if he takes 30 shots a night and he's making 16, 17 of them, like, and they're all threes. Like, that's talking, like I said, like, he's shooting 54% from the three-point line. Like, it's ridiculous. It like, is. It's cheat, it's cheat code shit right now. So, I hope he keeps it up, man. I love I it. So he's going to make his Like, he's already made history. He's just going to keep, like, furthering himself. Because he's, like, Curry now is, he's the best shooter in NBA history. He's the type of player that changed the game. Like, Michael Jordan. Like, yeah. he's a game-changing type of player. Kids shoot threes like crazy over the last five to ten years because of what, really, Curry has brought to the league. Like, it's yeah. it's wild. And there's players in the league who do the same thing now. Like, Damian Lillard shooting from the logo like it's nothing. It's really nothing to him. He's the same. Like, he's inspiring. But I feel like Curry has changed the way basketball is played. Like, Definitely. even down to an analytical. Like, they're like, don't even bother taking two anymore. Like, don't take a jump shot. Fuck a mid-range. Dunk the ball or shoot a three. You know? And it's yeah. just... It's crazy. And I even when he has to, dude got, like... He can break your ankles. He's he can, got crazy ball handling. And then he can right. drop to the hoop. Like, he's got, like, those, like, vicious, like, little, like, teardroppers that he does. And then he, like, does, like, little layups. Dude's a beast in all aspects. Crazy, man. man. He's, he's awesome. Um, and other news. Uh, James Harden and KD now have had setbacks with their injuries. What's going on, Brooklyn? It's not looking like what you said. I mean, James Harden, he's out indefinitely. Mm -hmm. um, that hamstring injury he's had, I guess, from what you said, Steve Nash said he's back to, to square one with that. Yep. Not good. Uh, KD, not good. He's, I guess he's going to be back sooner rather than later. It's looking right. like it's a contusion. This is a little bit more minor, but still, you know, it's it's the same as what the Lakers do. You don't want to deal if your star is getting hurt like this all the time. Yeah. Um, another news, NBA 2021 free agency will start August 2nd at 6 p.m. Um, let me see here. Damn. Yeah, so that's that's that. So that's August 2nd free agency will start for the next league year. Um, and kind of sad news, uh, 
Vanessa Bryant did not renew the contract with Nike. Kobe and right. Nike ownership is officially done. Uh, unless they're fixed so, to a new deal eventually, but who knows? Kobe's brand more or less is a free agent at the moment, so it's up to Vanessa's Vanessa and the family, I guess, yeah. to see where, where it goes what next, if it do. stays, if it goes somewhere else, you know. But I did see that as well. Who knows? Let me see. It's another Steph Curry stat. Finished 49 points. Uh, this is his fifth 40-point game in April. He passed Kobe and Michael Jordan for yeah, most yeah. Point games in a month by a player age 33 or older. That's an <laughs> oh easy <my> guess. <laughs> age still. 33 or older. Yeah, he passed Kobe and MJ. Damn. Um, yeah, the only other NBA thing I have here is... Russell Westbrook is the first player ever to have 25-plus triple-doubles in four different seasons. First player ever to do that. He's about to average a triple-double for, like, four straight seasons. So. <laughs> it's crazy. I don't know how and he does Nobody it, seems to give a fuck. Like, please give this man some respect, Alex. <laughs> Alex. <laughs> uh, that's, that's pretty much all the NBA news I have. Um, the only other thing I really wanted to touch on was pretty big news. We don't talk about it a lot. But there was some shit going down in the soccer world this yeah. past days, man. There has been Blame some stuff this. going down. I, I tried to get a grip on it myself. It's kind of crazy. Um, a group of 12 elite English, Spanish, and Italian clubs dramatically spit, split from the European soccer on Sunday, announcing they were forming a Super League. <laughs> yeah. uh, the clubs are leaving the existing U UEFA run Champions League structure despite warnings they could be kicked out of their domestic competitions and face legal action. Shit. Yeah, uh, pretty much ev it pissed everybody off. Like the leagues, it pissed the fans off. The players. The players. Um, here's some other stats. They agreed to form their own competition. Uh, with other clubs to follow. The tournament would run as soon as practicable. Practicable, uh, They would not compete in the Champions League and wouldn't have to share revenue with other clubs in their domestic leagues. So they would take pretty much all the money in. That's right. pretty much a lot of the motive. And it's pretty funny because most of the leagues that join them are part, if not half, owner with Americans. And it's like, oh, so the Americans infiltrated the soccer oh. Oh, so <laughs> that's fact is LeBron James is part owner of one of the teams, and now he's split to form a Super League, eh? <laughs> oh! Oh, so of course LeBron's involved in the super team formation over here with Barcelona <laughs> and Real Madrid and all these fucking... Like, you know what I mean? Like, I saw the list of names, and I'm like, oh, yeah. this is like every... Like, every, like the top eight teams of the you know what i mean like Liverpool, arsenal chelsea uh manchester city tottenham atletico real madrid barcelona uh it's crazy ac how did they even get all these teams to agree to this shit i don't know, you know but I mean? there has been some updates on it uh there were some threats uh leagues could ban teams from domestic com competition if they go ahead with the move so be like mm -hmm. not they go over there to play uh uefa intends to ban players result uh involved with representing their national teams so like in like the olympics and shit they'd be like nope you're not going to do that. You can't do oh, that. You play for for uh, and World Cup and Euros would be impacted as well. Yeah. Um, but since Sunday, since this has all happened, teams have started withdrawing. 
Chelsea is withdrawn. Uh, Manchester City left. Uh, and some other things happened here. Apparently, it has since been dissolved. <laughs> like, the Super League isn't happening now. It's looking like... <laughs> that was, you built me up. For the last five I'm, minutes. That's what I'm saying. Just I had to tell me. with the story and build to where we're at now. Pretty much the UEFA and FIFA pretty much scared all these teams into coming back to the leagues. Um, because <laughs> I, I, I haven't paid attention, so like, I had no idea where you were going with this. So you're like, yeah, it's done. They around and tried it, and then they found out what was going to happen, and they were like, you know what, we probably shouldn't do this. Um, Damn, that was a crazy 12 days, huh? <laughs> <laughs> But there is some, like, they, they come out with some, like, new rule changes and stuff for the leagues. I did have here uh, 32 teams expands to 36. This is the new Champions League format. Uh, 32, okay. ex 32 teams expands to 36. Um, and the last 16 final remains unchanged. Uh, right. Top eight teams qualify for the last 16. Gotcha, gotcha. I mean, take that what you will if you're huge in the soccer. Uh, we we're not huge fans of soccer, obviously, but it was definitely crazy to make our our podcast this week because we were like, "What is going on?" Soccer Twitter, I I see it every now and then. It leaks into my feed, but they were blowing up. I was seeing it everywhere. Even reporters from other leagues are like, "Sock, what is going on with this, these leagues over there?" <laughs> like it's it was wild, man. Everybody wanted to see what was happening. Everybody wanted to see what was happening. Soccer is uh, realistically the biggest sport in the world, so I mean. Yeah. We're the ones that are missing the boat on that one. Just not having oh, yeah. True. And I mean, especially whenever, like, the teams that you and I named, like, they were huge teams that they were going to leave. Exactly. And that was only be an impact of, like, okay, these teams aren't going to be able to play all, like, the rest of the teams. But that's, like, since those are the bigger teams, I'm guessing, I don't know all the teams in the leagues, of course, but those are obviously big teams. That's a lot of money that's just going to be gone from the, from the league. That's missing. So who knows what happened with the actual like rest of the leagues? You know, like what would have been the repercussions from that? Who knows? Maybe in the future we'll find out if they're like, all right, we tried, we tried it before. Maybe we can do it again. We'll they're like going to go back and regroup and try to figure out loopholes <laughs> and like ways around this shit. Like, oh shit, they try to hit us with legal action. We did it wrong last time, but we'll be back. <laughs> they try to hit us with some legal action. We got to figure this out. We'll figure we'll it out. Somebody. We'll be back with more teams next time. <laughs> we'll have lawyers, too. We'll have lawyers, too. God damn it. Uh, oh, my God. For the bias, but I'll just run down through the rankings for NHL quick. Uh, okay. Since there really isn't any news. Central Division, uh, Carolina's top. Florida sweeped in at the number two. They went past Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay Lightning mm -hmm. are at the three seed now. So they're just wow. sliding right now. Uh, they're five and five in their last ten. Uh, Florida's on a three-game win streak. They're six, three, and one in their last ten, and Carolina's just rolling. Um, the East got Washington, New York Islanders, Pittsburgh, and then you got Boston. Uh, they're at the fourth spot. So I mean, they're on the they're on the brink of being knocked out. If if the Rangers start playing here and start stacking up some wins, it could be in trouble. Um, but what you said, Boston, they're on a five-game win streak as of right now. 7-2-1 in their last 10. So, I mean, they are rolling. Uh, New Jersey and Buffalo are officially eliminated from playoff contention. They're the only two yeah. teams right now eliminated. It's looking like the Flyers are going to be next up, unfortunately. Buffalo is that team I think I was talking about a little bit earlier in the season where I was like, they haven't had like a home victory since like yeah. 2018 or something like that. 
from a two ago where they were having like the worst record in the league. They were had like eleven losses straight or something. It, yeah, they're they're terrible. They're the worst team right now. Um, New Jersey is definitely the second worst. They're on a seven game losing streak. Um, in the north, you got Toronto. They reclaimed that number one spot. Uh, Winnipeg, and then you got Edmonton. Uh, Edmonton jumped uh, Montreal, and then in the west, Vegas. They came back. They got the came one back. seed again. Came back and got the one seed for Colorado, uh, and then you got Minnesota there. Uh, yeah, Vegas is on a seven-game win streak. They're eight and two in their last ten. Colorado, though, they have a four-game win streak and they're nine and one. So they're still on Damn. on their tail. They're Good only two job. points. Yeah, there's only two points between those teams. So okay. I mean, it's just to be between those two. Uh, but that's all the rankings as far as NHL goes. Uh, that's all the news I have. We can kind of roll in our bias bubble here. Absolutely. I don't uh, have too, too much um, for the Pats, but I got a couple things here for the Lakers as well. With the Patriots, uh, we kind of hit on this a little bit. Uh, voluntary workouts are beginning May 15th. Cam has been spotted working out like in, in the facilities, more or less, just visiting the weight room, stuff like that. Um, there's like apparently two hour meetings that are going to be going on and uh, all the weight rooms could be open. So they were just talking about how a lot of the other players are expected to be like reported on the, the 15th for stuff. I'm not because we were just talking about stuff that they're not doing. So I don't know exactly what this is all about, but I saw that and I was like, interesting. Cam's in the building. Okay, come on. I don't care who <laughs> we get at quarterback in the draft. I hope Cam Newton starts the season. You know what I mean? But anyway. Yeah. JC Jackson's back, man. Resign okay. with us. Nice. Uh, 3.3 mil. <laughs> uh, more money spent. God damn it. <laughs> guy got a lot of money to use still. I'm sure. <laughs> right. But I'm glad to have him back. That's great. Especially if we lose, lose uh, Jason McCourty. You know? Yeah. But uh, as far as my Lakers, AD coming back. Coming back week. tomorrow. I guess. Confirmed. By the time. Yeah, they'll come out. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. AD's coming I'm back. That's so going to help big time. Right, I'm so happy about that. Um, LeBron's doing light work right now, apparently. Mm-hmm. So he's he's kind of in the midst of getting ready to come back. It's not yeah. like he's near coming back. He's more yeah, or less just like doing some weeks work. away. They said. Yeah, like I seen him rehabbing on the side sideline the other day as well. You know, we yeah. talked about like having getting them both back before the playoffs, man. Exactly, exactly. Like they, like uh, Vogel was saying, AD's biggest problem right now is getting him back into conditioning shape, you know, yeah. as far as running up and down the court. He said he's fine. Playing-wise, we need to get him back into shape. So yeah. LeBron will have to do the same. I know LeBron's a fucking big muscle, but he's probably going to have to get back. He's also a 30-something-year-old man, you know. Yeah. The Lakers are 7-8 and eight since both of them have been missing. Okay. Damn. 14 and 15 since just AD's been missing. Damn. Nobody boards and put up 20 points a, a night. Or we're a 500 team without these two. <laughs> we're a 500 That's, team without AD. That, that isn't that bad, like, without your two stars. Like, they're still able to put up, like, a, they're, five, like they're a 500 team. They're not, yeah. like, terrible. Kyle Kuzma is our best player. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, and then uh, I had one more thing for the Lakers here because I, I did want to talk about the Michael Jordan thing, but you, you covered that for us. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Lakers are skipping the White House visit, and okay. it's not necessarily because they're going to uh, have a D.C. trip here to play the Wizards. It's because of COVID 
pretty much and scheduling restrictions and they didn't rule out um, rescheduling a White House visit in the future. There have, have been no White House visits since LeBron James in 2016 went and saw Obama about a month after uh, Trump won the presidency. Yeah. That's the last time the NBA team has visited the White House. So, But LeBron, apparently there's like stuff about him tweeting right after the election even. like um, Somebody was like, Broad, you guys could go. I think it was like Little, like it was, it was some other NBA player tweeted him, not a Laker either. It was like, Bron, y'all can go celebrate at the White House now. And he tweeted back to him, like, oh, I'm so excited or something like that. You know, so like, Bron's <laughs> trying to, like, the, yeah, the intention get is back there. there. Right. The intention is to get back there, but just they're skipping it this year as far as during this trip here. So, yeah. Um, I did have two things to talk to you about, two rumors that, that came oh, out. Oh, yeah. Um, apparently, there was a rumor that during the whole, like, Jimmy Garoppolo, Tom Brady fiasco in the Patriots, apparently Bill Belichick plotted leaving the Patriots, and one of his destinations was going to the My- to head coach the Miami Dolphins. Like, holy what cow, man. Done. What would have happened? Like, I would have been like feeling like I'm done with football type of feeling. <clears throat> like, that's not cool, Bill. Why would you even think about like, I would, I know the Giants were a destination on that little rumor list as well. Giants, yeah. Feel better about the Giants because he has history with the yes, Giants. His, that that's what I was sense. thinking too. You know, that would make a lot of Dolphins, that's a straight like, F you move. Like, like that, yeah, that's a right big, big move England. right there. Like, <laughs> check this out, Robert Kraft. They were talking about this on McAfee and they were talking about like, how crazy is it that this shit happened in a, after Tom Brady won an MVP, we just lost the greatest Super Bowl ever, like, like one of the greatest Super Bowls ever to the Eagles, you mm-hmm. know, we lost, and then there's all this turmoil, and we still go on to win the next Super Bowl, like, think about that, that's crazy, crazy. that's wild, it was like, you know, they were saying it was like a spite Super Bowl, like, they were yeah, just, it was a spite bowl, <laughs> there's spite like, involved here, it was amazing, but... I it sucks to hear that he was about to go to Miami, but I'm glad he did it. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, man, that would have just been straight out of spite if he would have went there. I would have been so mad. Um, the other rumor here, apparently there was a leaked picture from a Packers source inside Green Bay, and it was a picture of a draft sheet for the upcoming draft, and apparently there's a trade on it which would send QB uh Jordan Love, who they drafted in this in last year, which made it a big like deal because they still had Aaron Rodgers, but they would be trading Jordan Love to the New England Patriots for that first rounder. For the first rounder, yes. For it's a uh, uh, Jordan Love. They'd be sending Jordan Love uh, their round one 29th pick and round four 142 pick, and you uh, you would get the 15th pick. They would get the 15th pick. Nope. <laughs> I hate this. This is disgusting to me. And like, maybe I'll eat my words if this does happen. And Jordan Love's great in five years. I do not want Jordan Love on the Patriots. That's not the answer, <laughs> man. I just don't. I I don't, I don't know enough about the dude to even be like, yeah, that's. Not, I would rather, like, right now, I just I'm more comfortable with Cam, old broken Cam, and potential of maybe getting a younger quarterback in this draft. If that yeah. doesn't happen. Then who knows? But if we don't get a quarterback in this draft, I don't know what's going to happen with the New England Patriots going forward. Man. Everyone expects you guys to get a quarterback. So Everybody expects it, but Bill Belichick will be like, mm, 
don't know. My dog's doing the draft. I can't um, move. What do you? What do we need back for? Why, I have a quarterback. What do you mean? <laughs> I have a quarterback. <laughs> I have I have other positions I need to fill. Okay, <laughs> get the fuck out of here, Bill. Take get Trey Lance. Come on, please. Come on. What are you doing? Please. I I would hate that. I would. Hate <laughs> I don't want that to happen. Okay, I can see why. I see your reasoning though. I would much rather have somebody out of this draft class too than Jordan Love, who who knows. The only positive is that he sat behind Aaron Rodgers for a year, right? Which is it is a positive, but just what it is. Who knows what he's learned or what's what his actual skill sets like? If he's even spent that much time with Aaron Rodgers, realistically, exactly, exactly. You know. um, I did have a bit of news here. I skipped over uh, NCAA. As officially passed as new transfer rules, apparently student athletes are now allowed to transfer once without sitting out a year. They can okay. immediately be eligible to play. Good. I forgot that that in there. It shouldn't be a punishment for trying to get playing time at a different school. Exactly. Like I don't see the big deal with that. Um, in other news, the Bulls. Zach Levine's been out for the past couple games due to COVID issues. I guess he was a close contact, mm-hmm. so he had to sit out, which is not been well i think we only won one game since he's been out hasn't been and it was against the celtics which isn't a bad loss i mean to have because they've been on a roll recently right Uh, other than that it's been it hasn't been looking good they slid out they were like the ninth seed they they were on the brink of getting in but now they dropped to 12 with this loss to the Cavs. so they're just slipping now um Flyers the same way. They the Flyers are way too deep in a hole. They're not going to be making the playoffs. It's looking like the Eagles. Oh, they made some headlines today, but did they ever? Uh, Howie Roseman and Nick Sirianni had a press conference today. Howie Roseman did not go over well. I mean, it was mixed bag. Uh, is he hinted at some things? He said about how they're not going to discriminate the size or, or whatever of any prospects that are pretty much hinting that they were looking at Devontae Smith. My nice. interpretation of it was like, we're not like, we're looking at all guys bigger, like pretty much like that. Like we're taking because a look at everyone show to take Jamar chase. Yeah. That's what everybody wants you to do. And I want you to take Devontae Smith. I'm like, I'm perfectly fine with either of them, but Devontae apparently he's the man. He There's been us for like 200 yards in the first half, man. I've seen it. Please. <laughs> There's been more than one official report coming out saying that the Eagles are exploring ways to get back in the top 10 of the draft. Okay. So, I mean, they've made that trade out of the top 10 for draft capital next year. So, I mean, it's looking like they're trying to squeak back into the top 10. And maybe. Are you sitting? 12? 13? 12? 12. Yes. And apparently, I feel like you can get Devontae as well. Apparently, the Lions, who have the seventh pick, are mentioned as a possible partner. They, they're possibly looking to trade out of the top 10. So, man, okay. hopefully, you can get back. I'm hoping we can get back up in there, maybe get Devontae, get Jamal. If you seven, you I, might be able to get those three, Jamar you know. Chase. Right. I'd be fine with any seven. one of them. And I mean, Howie in the press conference also said about like they asked him about if they were if he was looking to move up, and he said he's talked to multiple teams about like the possibility of moving up or moving back or what's going on. He's been like getting the value for everything. So I mean, who knows? I think they're try they're going to try to work their way back up, especially if they throw Zach Ertz in there. I'm sure it wouldn't be too hard to move up, but hopefully, if they make the right move. On the other hand, on the press conference, Nick Sirianni, man. 
every time I see this dude, I love him more and more. This dude is like, I feel like he drank a whole pot of coffee before he does his interviews now. He is so wound up. He's like, whenever he starts talking about football and like the specifics, he gets so detailed. He's like, you can he tell. amped up about it. Tell he loves the game, man. And that's what excites me is like someone that's that excited about the game. He knows mm-hmm. all the little workings. He knows how to design plays. That's what we need, man. And I am super excited about it. But you know the media. They had to take a couple little tidbits out of this this uh, little presser. And they had to spin their whole bad take on it. Uh, during the press conference, Nick Sirianni said that during the draft process so far, he's been talking to draft prospects and he plays them in rock, paper, scissors during the draft. And it's not like the whole interview or all ever. He says at one point during the draft prospect interview, he will play rock, paper, scissors with them to gauge their competitiveness and to see like, and not only that, apparently he's played jeopardy with them too, like against them. So man, he's just trying to to play some games. It says when you compete with someone that's competitive, they're going to go at you no matter what game you're playing. So he yeah, wants like that's some Michael Jordan shit. Yeah, and I mean people are blowing it up where it's like I've seen these crazy, stupid questions that some of these teams be asking these prospects every there every year. There's like one or two questions that comes out that has nothing to do with football, right? And, like just to stump them or trick them, where it's like it's just another form of that. I'm get, I guess in a way you're trying to like. See who they are as a person. Gauge like how competitive they are or whatever. I don't see anything wrong with it as long as you're doing your due diligence with everything else. You know, you're actually gauging them on like their play. I uh, ask them other questions. I'm only gonna draft players that could beat me in rock paper scissors. Right. <laughs> now I want to know how many Nick Sirianni has won. Right. Uh, but another big thing that people are blowing out of proportion is they refuse to name a starting quarterback. They asked if they're gonna name. Jalen, they like the media was saying, is Jalen Hurts the starting quarterback? And they're like, we're only two two days into having working with the guys. That's way too early. He's like, we're, we want competitive, we want competition at all positions, pretty much. And people are like, they don't know who the quarterback is. Are they going to draft? <laughs> is Joe Flacco going to be the? Qu-? And I'm like, you people are crazy. Like, they don't know who the quarterback. They don't have to. They're two days into the off-season program with the players like like there's no need to name a starting quarterback my interpretation of it was is what's the use if they do for Jalen like if Mm -hmm. I feel like by withholding that he's gonna work harder and you know go out there and try to prove himself more than if all right the job's handed to him yeah that's it would that maybe was his would his production dip in the offseason maybe if he knew he was a starting quarterback? I'm not saying it would, but what's the use of telling him he's the starting quarterback before they're even in training camp, you know? As long as it's still I mean, if he's taking the number one reps anyway, you know what I mean? Then he's probably yeah. fine as it is. Yeah. Like that's what their his like quote was was like we're two days in into the offseason program with the players. It's we're not gonna name who a starting quarterback is. We want competition at all all aspects of the game. So, I mean, we'll see. I've, obviously, I think he's going to be the starter going into the season. I can't wait to see Jalen Hurts overall. I think, I think I'm think i really going to like Nick Sirianni. I, I like, I, he's the only person I trust in that organization right now. <laughs> the only reason I have a good feeling about this draft is because I know Nick Sirianni's smart and hopefully he could kind of pick who he wants to have on the team. Right. And just watching his like, 
because he's had like videos of him breaking down plays and stuff. He's a smart dude, man. He really knows his football. He knows his football. He has smart football IQ. Man, hopefully that translates to the game with some of these players. I'm, that's what I'm scared about. So I think it's first year, so let's just see how he goes, you know. But he's definitely going to have like crazy first year or anything. Like maybe get us eight wins. Hopefully, maybe eight right. wins. But get still, us a five, eight or nine he's wins. He's a good coach for the future. Yeah, I'm hoping we do better than four. That's what I'm hoping. Get right. better than four wins. I'm happy. Um, but that's all the news I have as far as bias bubble. So we can just roll on to the crazy sports stat fact of the podcast. Oh, oh man, I have a two-parter here for you. <clears throat> two-parter. God. Olympic Games in China, Usain Bolt ate only chicken nuggets, as it was the only meal he recognized from home. And he, <laughs> he won three gold medals with that diet of just chicken nuggets. He's like, what is all the... <laughs> no, let me just get. I went to McDonald's down the street, the Chinese McDonald's down here. Get some chicken nuggets. I'll be fine. Like chicken McDonald's. He only ate nuggets, man. That's so wild, and he still ended up winning gold, up winning. three gold. Um, the second part is among thirty fastest hundred meter sprints in the history of the sport, only nine that are not related to doping, and all nine runs come from Usain Bolt. <laughs> That is so ridiculous. They shouldn't even count the rest of them then. They would be like, yo, this is the fastest dude on the planet. I don't care what everybody says. I'm doping, no nothing. Nine. Chicken nuggets. Eating eating other chickens. Chicken nuggets. He ain't fucking doing those steroids. Like just give me some chicken nuggets, I'll run for you. That's wild. I love you, Sable. That's crazy, man. That is crazy. I had to I had to but both of them. We live in the same era as Usain Bolt. Like to Usain. be able to see that, you know, he's, he's retired now. But. Him with like he sponsored a tortoise in a tortoise race or something, and the tortoise won. And it's like the fastest tortoise, and it's him holding his tortoise, and he even has the fastest tortoise, bro. The fastest man has the fastest tortoise. I didn't even know that shit happened. Yeah, bro, you have to look up the picture of that. But oh yeah, my he's god! Holding this big ass turtle that won a race. But yeah, that's the show this week. Uh, make sure to like and subscribe. Make sure to check us out every Thursday. Make sure to check out Squad Night every Monday night, um, and then check out some of the other stuff we have brewing here that's gonna uh, the regular podcast gonna be coming back here in the next couple of weeks so be on the lookout for that as well as the reviews that are gonna be dropping as well um but until then make sure to like and subscribe and go follow on twitter um until then we'll see everybody next week peace out peace